This is the Authentic Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Nick Foley and Stu Saunders. Here we go. go, go. This is what I got to say. All right, welcome to uh, this episode number 44, I think, of the season. 43 or 40, I think it's 44. Like, is it 44? This is exit 43. Um, so this is our, the uh, beautiful, it's a beautiful day. Beautiful day here in Aurelia. And if you're watching on YouTube, you'll notice that uh, it is a beautiful day. This is YouTube, by the way. This is our song for the day. I'll turn it off. Um, but we are not in the studio. We are at, up at camp, uh, YLCC. You know, I've talked about it if you listen to the show. And uh, Nick's up here today, too. We kind of met, decided to meet in Bake in the Heat. Yes, we have. But you know what? I don't think there's anything more authentic than uh, two people talking about entrepreneurship at one of the person's uh, actual place in which he uh, entrepreneur does his stuff. Yeah, I kind of, I, you know, I, I, uh, I, it's good to be up here. I mean, it's, we always talk about it. And uh, yeah, and I know people that even who were part of Epic, you know, we talked about it. And so we're actually for our Epic friends listening to the show, which I know is a, quite a few of you. Um, this is it. This is our this is our place. Yeah. This is YLCC, so you get to come here next year and uh, hang out if you come to Epic 2020. So, uh, Nick, this is, um, I'm Stu Saunders. I'm Nick Foley. And we are the Authentic Entrepreneurs. Oh, I can't even say it. The Authentic Entrepreneurs. I'll yeah. jump in for you, Stu. Part of a partnership, buddy. We try to be. I try to be. Nick tries to be. We try and do our best every day um, and build our businesses as best as we can. Um, this is uh, this is kind of our last episode yeah. of season one. Season one. And uh, we thought we'd do a review of the of the talk, our lessons learned this year, our, our experiences that we had making the podcast, uh, takeaways from for both of us, and uh, and then kind of set it up for next year because uh, next year we're going to come back with a brand new uh, feel and vibe to the podcast is the plan. Yeah, I mean I think we have a, a good plan moving forward, and and we certainly uh, certainly learned a lot. You know, obviously as entrepreneurs, you're constantly learning, but first-time podcasters yeah. and uh, it was it was quite a learning curve so I'll, I'll open the, uh, the the this episode up with asking you just a simple question Go. about the podcast is what is the the biggest thing that you learned about uh, you know having a podcast at 44 episodes 43 episodes you know I think I learned what I learned the most Nick from doing this podcast is you know and it comes right out of a Gary V uh, kind of quote where, where I think someone was saying once one of his his con you know he records all the conversations he does with people yep. and the interviews and the meetings and someone said, you know, I've got nothing. I've got no followers. You know, I've done six six of these podcasts, and I have like no one following me, and da da da. da. And he's like, so do sixty more. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like, but I've done six. And he's like, yeah, do sixty more, do a hundred more, do two hundred more, yeah. do it for two more years. And I think you know, even though I knew that was going in, I kind of expected that, you know, we'd have a thousand listeners after two episodes. And you know, it's taken us. We have ten thousand downloads of the podcast. Um, but you know, it's it's been a it's been a process. So patience is I've learned patience. Yeah, yeah. you know that's what I've learned. Uh, number one thing be patience. Yeah, I like you? that. Yeah, I um I I learned that there's a lot more to it than just getting up in front of the mic and talking. Um, you know, I think talking and having conversation is something that you and I do, you know, relatively well. Um, you know, ten thousand downloads is is nothing to shake a stick at. That's for sure. But uh, I I. Also, you know, echoing your your comment on on the patience, I also feel like there's so much more to it 
I wasn't running it as a business or working it as a business no. like we were our other businesses. And it found like I feel like it wasn't until just recently where um, a friend of ours just made a comment. He's like, your podcasts are getting better and better. And I think it's just recently that we started being like, OK, if we want to, you know, do this as a and make this worth our time, then we need to have it. We need to come at it with the lens of running a business. Yeah. And you wouldn't run YLCC camp and I wouldn't run We, we Be Us and Good Sport and things like that the way that we ran our podcast at first, because at first it was, you know, for, and I know myself, I know you were really more on hands on than I was, but for me, I felt like I was coming in, I was doing the, 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 the episodes and stuff, but wasn't running it like I, like I would run a business. And I think what I've learned from it is if we want to make a go at the podcast, um, and I think it was about all counts a successful first year, you have to look at it through a lens of an entrepreneur, even though I think that we were in some cases, but really be like, okay, so we have this business, this business, this business, and the Authentic Entrepreneur's podcast is also a business. Yeah. And I think looking at it from that lens is probably going to uh, serve us better moving forward. And it's, it's, it was a nice learning curve for our first year, for yeah, sure. I agree. Uh, one other thing I learned, or I guess two other things. One is I learned that, um, and it's funny having a broadcasting background and going to school for broadcasting and wanting to be a broadcaster, that was kind of my main my really only other goal I wanted besides being an entrepreneur was being a radio yeah. broadcaster. Yeah, I learned that I, I need to actually slow down my speaking. Yeah. And I, so I actually, I feel like I'm a better speaker because I've learned to um, take my time not to rush things. I'm not there. I find I mumble, but I, I'm, I want to get back. I want to become a really good, I want to be a good broadcaster. And yeah. we're broad, in, in essence, we're broadcasters. Sure. Right? We're, yeah. we're doing a show. Um, and the second thing I learned, the other piece of that is, I remember I had a staff member who worked uh, with me years ago, and she had a T-shirt, and the T-shirt said, "I don't care, you have a podcast." Yeah, yeah. Right, and I thought, I was la laughed at that, and I and I thought to myself, you know, everyone's got a podcast. Yeah. But most podcasts don't go beyond ten episodes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because they want some instantaneous things. So again, it comes back to patience. But I'm 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 proud of our podcast. Um, I think the guests that we've had and the topics we've covered have been fantastic. I do too. And one of the things that I'll say like that I think that you do a really good job at and that I'm learning from is like, you know, listening back. Like when I listen to our podcast, I listen with the intent to learn yeah. from our guests and from, you know, each other and the topics that we look at. And we all, we, we always, you and I tend to seem to, when we put them out in the week on Sunday or Monday, we're, we're either, by Tuesday, we both have listened to it. Yeah. And what you really are, are good at listening for is like, you know, slowing down our cadence and being yeah. like, you know, how can I be better at asking questions and, yeah. and being listener and, you know, not talking as fast. And I found that it took me a while to get out of the, okay, I'm trying to, it's hard to listen to yourself. Yeah. Right. And so I was taking that out of my head and being like, well, I'm just going to focus on trying to learn the best that I can. And what I also realized is like, I need to learn how to um, continue to like you know project my voice to, to, to not talk so fast to ask good questions and allow our wonderful guests to be able to answer the questions without us going on to the next one and you don't step I mean? on them yeah exactly right so that I mean but it's a big learning curve man I think that uh, like you said you I'm, I'm very proud of the of the episodes that we've done we've done over 40 episodes in season one at 43 44 episodes whatever it is and we've learned a lot and I'm excited about season two I think you and I had a real you know, come home moment when we had a conversation a few weeks ago deciding, okay, what's the direction we're going to take for season two and how we're going to do it. And I feel like, you know, that taking, you know, after season one, taking a few, uh, a few weeks to, to, to kind of recalibrate and, and recharge, we're going to hit it hard in September and, and, uh, and hopefully be able to get our listeners. And another thing too, is we're really grateful for our listeners. And I know that every once in a while, somebody out of the blue will, 
you know, sent a message. I know we had yeah. one yesterday or last week saying, you know, just listening to, you know, it was kind of cool listening to Tim Ferriss, listening to the authentic entrepreneurs and they tagged both you and I. There was somebody that we knew, yeah. but yeah. it was interesting because I'm like, wow, that young man is listening to Tim Ferriss and he's also listening to the authentic entrepreneurs. Now, for those of you that don't at me, okay, I know I'm not putting us on the same level, but we have a podcast and we're consistent and yeah. we're adding content and value to people's lives. Yeah. And I think that's a cool thing. I'm proud that we haven't missed a single week exactly. of putting a new podcast out. Especially for guys that are really busy. Yeah, and we live 500 kilometers apart. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we've really leaned into it and, you know, and it's one of those things, especially for entrepreneurs, the people that are like, you know, when we're building a business, one of the things that we both learned is that you're not going to have a payday right away. And we've committed no. to the fact that, you know, we've committed to another season. So now we're going to have at least two seasons of The Authentic Entrepreneur and we'll see where it goes from there. But the reality of it is, is that we're businessmen, we're entrepreneurs. Yep. And we also recognize the importance of building the brand and building good content for people. And at the end of the day, whether we continue to do podcasts into the thousands of episodes or if it's, if it's locked at 88 episodes after season two, then we know that we've put out good content because we brought in great guests. Yes, we've talked about things authentically. We talked about our, our, our learning experience as entrepreneurs and we were authentic about it. You know, we were unapologetic in some cases yeah. and humble in others. Yeah, we, and we talked about committing to 100 episodes yeah, exactly. before we made a real decision on you know, the future. Go. So we're doing at least two, one and a half more seasons yeah, basically. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think we're going to, I think, I think it's, I think it's valuable. One thing I've, I've also learned, you know, not to go on too much about this, but, um, and I wrote about this, uh, actually yesterday in a post and I, you could almost consider me, I guess I'm a little bit jaded in the, I listen to, uh, to, uh, to um, I listen to Gary Vee a lot, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I was a big Gary Vee listener, still am. I don't, I'm not as much as I used to be, but I, you know, I'll throw it up on, listen to the newest podcast he has. But I also had a great interview, by the way, listen to this one, a great interview with uh, Tim Ferriss' newest episode. I don't know when this will be played, but um, the one he did with Seth Godin. Oh yeah, yeah. He just did it, yeah. so it just came out last week, and uh, I was Seth Godin, you know, in a much more calm and less vulgar way than uh, than Gary Vee does it, <laughs> but uh, really expressed the fact that entrepreneurship is such a hip thing to say, yeah, and that it, there should be a differential between real entrepreneurship and just people saying they're entrepreneurs, right? Sure. And I can be accused of being a little over top on that, but the reason why I, I think doing our, our podcast, talking to our guests, watching you build your business, watching my business grow, you know, shrink, grow, shrink, whatever it's doing. I'm more adamant about real entrepreneurship. And I do, I, I understand that wanting to be an entrepreneur is a great thing. I understand that dreaming of an entrepreneur is a great thing. A, a side hustle is a cool thing. Yep. But I don't think it's the same thing. No, I agree. I agree. You know, it's interesting. And I, I, you know, I read your post and I understand that there's a lot of solar entrepreneurs and I feel like it's one of those things where that's okay. That's, that's okay. And I think I rewrote that. Yeah. I rewrote the post actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, and I, and I put it on my Facebook, but I said it, it's, it, a solar is a real thing and it's yeah. okay to be a solopreneur, yeah. but it's not the same thing yeah. as building a business that, and what, what Seth said was an entre, a real entrepreneur is someone who can build a business that can survive without them and be sold. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a really, really good um, a uh, really good definition of what an entrepreneur is, yeah. you know, and a lot of times I think that, you know, and we need to be, and that's the thing though. I mean, as entrepreneurs ourselves, who we consider ourselves entrepreneurs, you know, uh, it forces us to be reflective on it. It's like, are we the business? Even though you have, 
you know, we have the brands and things like that. And it does run with people that we, we hire and stuff. Like if you were to walk away tomorrow, this business will continue to run. And the answer for me, for you is absolutely yes. Like camp will continue to go. Yeah. It, you may not run the same with you, your presence, but the reality of it is you have competent people in place. You have a wonderful director. You have a wonderful bunch of people that, that are on point that understand your, you know, it has vision, a life of its own. And has a life of its own, right? You've been doing it for 30 years, yeah. you know? So that's a that's a no-brainer. And But I think that as an entrepreneur, I think it, we all have to do that kind of self-reflection in the sense we're like, where would my company be if I wasn't here? Yeah. You know? And well, it's I funny. It's I, a sat with a, I sat with a well-known author, speaker uh, one time and discussed in, real, in a real honest way uh, that person's uh, almost anxious thoughts about or anxiety about that he's the business yeah and if he gets sick tomorrow yeah it's done he is yeah well that's the thing it's if you're, done if your name's in the title of your business then you are the business yeah and if you're the only product or the only service that's like it. if it's like you know nick nick yeah. is a closet organizer yeah and he's the only closet organizer and he's never taught anybody brought anybody on trained anyone that's right nick gets sick tomorrow who's covering his right his closet organizing exactly Job done. Example. Yeah, but it's a horrible example, but it's true and it's on point because of the sense that it is like, but it's so true. It's like if you don't have anybody as a, if you don't, if you don't have someone as a successor to you, then, um, and, and you don't have staff and what have you, then then you're a solopreneur, yeah. and that's okay. It's, it's okay. Like, this is 21st century business. Man. 100%. Like, I know that, um, and I know that there's elements in your business that you're a solopreneur and you're 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 a speaking practitioner. If there's no, if you don't see speaking anymore, and I know you're now transferred into like more into corporate realm. But if you stop speaking completely and no more corporate, then no one's going to come under your entity under Stu Saunders. Now, what you've done is you've built a brand that I'm under that we contract under, you know, the, the you speakers brand. And then yeah. you're, you're getting a corporate one as well. But my point is, is that, you know, that will continue on you as a as a presenter. If you stop altogether, you're done. Like Nick Foley speaks is an entity of one of my corporations. And and that could be done tomorrow if today I retire. 100 percent. You know what I mean? And so yeah. that that's, you know, so I guess in a sense, I'm a solopreneur as well. But with the with the reality of, you know, good well, sport, good we have, sport. yeah, good sport, we be us. And, and then we have a, a nonprofit and stuff. So those all have, you know, five people that come out yeah. and they, they are four people that get paid full time. Yeah. You know? And I think you you created something that, you know, most speakers get to that point in their career. Yeah. If they're not completely delusional that they don't want to be on the road. Right. Exactly. Eight months of the year. Right. And they get on that, they get on that challenge of like, how do I get off the road? Yeah. Because I am the product. Exactly. So how do I get off the road? And, and I mean, I remember sitting with uh, our friend um, uh, Tyler Dermott, who's a great yeah. speaker from the States. And we were sitting around one day and he said, Stu, I don't, I'm, I'm jealous and envious of you. I'm not saying this to sound great, but he's like, I've been schlepping around these gymnasiums, yeah. carrying my stuff for, you know, X number of years. Yeah. I'm this X, I'm doing this, I'm getting old. Yeah. And I, I wish I had done what you had done exactly. and built a business rather than just build my own personal who I am. Brand. Yeah. Because if I get off the road, I don't know how I pay the bills. What stops, right? That's right? It. Because I have to keep going to pay the bills. Yeah. And if I don't pay the bills, if I don't do it, I don't get money. I don't get money. I don't pay the bills. Mm -hmm. So that's a real, a lot of speakers go through that dilemma. For sure. Absolutely. You know, if they're building a business, they're getting their bills paid. But, you know, if they're paying with the market, if you can't transfer over to corporate or if you can't transfer into a... a maybe consulting, whatever it is. Like mm -hmm. if it's just you get on a stage every day speaking, yep. 
eventually that's gonna yeah and that's a thing too like you got to recognize eventually you're going to think you might even at a point experience yourself out of the market and what i mean by that is if you're working in high school for 10 15 years and all of a sudden your prices go up and high schools are like well i can get a younger presenter at a thousand dollars and you're now charging 1700 yeah. because you've been doing it for 10 years and fair enough you should be yeah the reality of it is is not every school is going to go for that schools nope. especially if you're at the realm of like you know in the education realm and i love speaking at schools still but my point is is that you know, a lot of times it's just like, well, we only have $1,000 yeah. or we only have $500. Yeah. And there are a lot of presenters that will do it for that. And there are a lot of presenters that will be like, you know what? It's not worth it for me to fly across the country for $500. And I get that, you know? Yeah. And then you got you also have to really have a slew, just like an entrepreneurship, of young speakers. Yeah. They're always, yeah. Like Who knows they're going to be here in 10 years, but right now they're the thing. Right? Oh, they're the thing. They're the yeah. flavor of the week. And some of them will stick. Yeah, for sure. The good ones will stick. Yeah, absolutely. The ones that have a real message and a real passion for it and they, they have something to say, they'll yeah. stick. Um, but I mean, when I started with Andy, there was me, Andy, and Alvin Law in yeah. Canada. Now there's hundreds because you have people out there who just tell people, "Hey, I'll train you how to be a speaker. Yeah. Come, give me a thousand bucks, and I'll give you a training session how yeah. to be a speaker. It's super easy. Get a good website, and a good brand, and a good shtick, yeah. and a good you know slogan for your message. And well, undercut you, the market on price. Undercut again. the market. Leverage your clients. Leverage, 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 leverage. Sell the back of the room. Sell the back of the room. Yeah. Blah blah blah. It's a system. Here's my ten step system. Like yeah. when Andy and I, our system was give it a shot and hope to hell it works. Yeah. That was our system because yeah, exactly. there was nothing. There was no one to go. I mean, youth speakers in Canada were non-existent. It was right. Alvin Law yeah. and Andy and Stu. Yeah. That was it. Ian Tyson was out there too. Yeah. But it was like, it was our lives for 30 years. Still, Andy's still doing it. Yeah. Bless his, as you would say, cotton socks. bless his cotton <laughs> socks, Andy Thibodeau. Yeah. And he loves it, right? I mean, that's loves the thing. It. And, 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 and Ian too, like he loves it. Yeah, they do. They, you know, they and absolutely I, do. And they're good at it. They're yeah. good at what they do. Very good. So, so that's the thing. I mean, but you know, and so but you know, getting back to you know, entrepreneurship is, is you know, it's about building it. And I feel like this year we've we've laid a foundation, and I feel like next year we need to continue to to kind of build the uh, build the brand, build the um, you know, bring in good guests, great guests. I think that's one thing that I will hang our hat on is the fact that you know, whether you like what Stu and I have to say, you can't argue with the fact that you know, and this is because you have a wonderful Rolodex, but you can't argue with the fact that uh, the authentic entrepreneurs brought on fantastic guests. We had. You know? 16 or 17 amazing guests yeah, this year. Absolutely. So let's talk about that a little bit. What are who's your fa- who is who's are they all they're all good. They're all my favorite. But who did you get a lot out of? Well, I I mean I have to go like there's I a, have two. Okay. I have I have a top two. Okay, so I'll give you I'll give you two. Um, I'll give you two because you give two. Uh, I'll give you three. I have well, to then I'll have to give you three. Yeah, you have to give me three. Then, then we, why don't we give all sixteen? Well, we could. That's the thing. I got something from everybody. Yeah, me too. But for me personally, like. I know there's speakers who do suffer like you'll like someone will resonate more with Tamsin, yeah, or someone will resonate more with Kate or with yeah. with Alan Alan Stein or with Phil Jones, like whoever it is. But like yeah. for me, it resonated with me that I took away, yeah, and listened to the podcast twice. Okay, so before you say it, I'll say one. Um, for me, Alan Stein, um, I know that might be probably on your list. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But we got to agree that we love every one of our presenters. But Alan came back three times for us. He's a he's the third host. That's the thing. He's like the third guest co host. Yeah, exactly. Co-host. And, um, we should talk to him about doing it consistently because he's such a great guest. And, and I mean, for him to break down the Epic community um, after uh, Stu, for those of you that don't remember, Stu, uh, one of his uh, one of his brands is theepiccommunity.com. Check it out. And uh, we had he had this wonderful uh, event going on in Vancouver. I had the privilege of being a part of, and now it's in Toronto. It'll be in Toronto for 2020 in May. So check that out, the Epic Community. But my point is, is that we had Alan come in and talk about the guests that were at the Epic Community, which I think we're all on our podcast. And uh, and he we did all, a we all but one now a, all but one and he did a wonderful job 
at uh, bringing, like, you know, really kind of putting it all together. But what I really like from Alan is, is he talked about the process with sport and business, and that really resonated with me, having a bit of a sporting background. And so I'll say the guest, one of the guests that left a really good impression out of the two that I'm going to pick, or three, is is Alan. Alan Stein is, is, is your first pick. Yeah. Um, my first pick would be Kate O'Neill. Yeah, she was our first guest. And I'll tell too. you why, because she was our first guest. Oh, sorry, I just stepped on your... <laughs> Because <laughs> she was our first guest, and and <coughs> when we had Kate on, and she came in from where's Kate's in New York, New right? York City, and uh, Kate chimed in from New York, and we had that great conversation, and I thought, you know, we're doing this, like yeah. we're not just having our buddies on the show, and yeah. and the guy who's you know doing the local uh, print shop, which would be cool yeah, and yeah, interesting yeah. too, because everyone's got a story about their sure, journey, yeah. but like Kate was legit, and Kate gave us information, and my friend Matt, who you know I talked about, you know Matt. Yeah. Uh, who's a, an executive at Apple and was at TD Bank as a big executive? He came to me and he said, we, he messaged me and he listened to the Kate O'Neill episode and he said, I, that was fantastic. That was awesome. I yeah. got so much out of it. And here's a guy who's a corporate executive. Exactly. And he told me how much he, he benefited from it. Kate was really great because she like immediately gave us legitimacy. Yeah. in our podcast yeah that was a, a great call yeah and she was wonderful I remember listening to Kate I just love Kate too that. yeah and so do I she's just such a fun lovely person I remember listening to that podcast and, and I listened to it on, I was on a walk and I remember sitting down when the podcast was over and the first thing came to my mind was like I am not very smart no. And I was just like, but then I got, then I was less hard on myself because I'm like, well, I'm smarter in other, I'm smart in other things. But I really, I listened to that episode twice because just listening to Kate, she is such a, ma- and talk about someone who knows, you know, walks their walk and talks their talk. Like she's the master of her domain. One she of the, really is. you know, one of them, like one of the early, um, you know, early uh, employees of, of Netflix and, yep. and knows Reed right. Hastings the first personally. 50, the yeah, first exactly, 50 right? employees so of Netflix. Just knows her stuff. And then when they did that face facial thing that was going around on Very Facebook cool. and she went on, on and did a, just an amazing job, like, you know, talking about why this is happening and things like, I mean, she's just a, and, and then you had her at Epic. I mean, she's just, just a wonderful, uh, wonderful human being. So yeah, great pick. So I guess back to me, um, I would say another pick that I really enjoyed, um, Loved having on the show because I learned so much. Was about being able to tell your story. Was was Tamson Webster? Yeah, you were going on about Tamson. Yeah, I, I thought Tamsin. that's that was just so great with the red thread and how she like taught it back to entrepreneurship and why entrepreneurs you need to understand your story. Your story. And so uh, Tamson would be uh, would be one of the ones that I really resonated with because I really think that entrepreneurs, if you can tell a good story behind your brand, then that's you know that's that you're you're well on your way to yeah. you know because you're passionate about being there and doing your thing, right? Yeah, and you know? I think. I think, you know, Tamsin also, when she was at Epic, you know, we were oh, just yeah. like, it was Phenomenal. just a powerhouse. Blew us um, away. Yeah, I, I love Tamsin. Um, my next my next pick, again, I love Tamsin, so I'm actually, was Tamsin was, was one of mine, so I'm going to just change up my, my order here a little bit. Um, but I really, really enjoy, like, most recently, Laura Gassner-Odding. Yes. And I, I wish... I, it came out. Of, I think I've, I've learned the summertime episodes are not listened to as much as no, the yeah, winter metric episodes. Show, yeah. Metric show that right? Because yeah. if you go back, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to Laura's yeah. episode, um, the, the best-selling author of Limitless, who will be at Epic 2020, but she is her story. Gosh. Yeah. Because like, we love our listeners, maybe we'll show that uh, in September. Yeah, well, like, we, we'll do a pre gonna, and, a, and a post on it. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. Because it, she's so good. Oh, yeah. You're right. And you, like you said, she's going to be at Epping. She's the uh, best-selling author. And her story on how she oh. you know, built her business and then sold her business. And, and, she and sold her ride to the White House. Yeah, exactly. Like, just amazing. Wow. Very cool. You know, I thought she was I thought she was wonderful. Are we yeah. going to go continue on with yep. three? So you I, said three. I, I'm going to go with three, too. Three. So I, I got to say, um, just because and I know him personally now, and, and, he, and again, he was at Epic, and I really enjoyed um, I really enjoyed the dialogue and, and 
what he's a master of and it's selling is Phil Jones. Phil Jones, exactly yeah. what to say, exactly yeah. what to, um, all, how the to exactly. say it, all the exactly's and these little books. And it's just, it's funny because I just devoured these little books like on entrepreneurship and he's so great at what he does and how he does it. Yep. And I honestly can feel my, like I, I see myself and feel myself like using that ideology that I learned in these books. Like just the phrasing that I use towards like different people, would you be open to, you know, even talking to my wife about things and my family about things. Yep. And like, it's just that the whole phrasing and, and these are books that I'll go back and, and devour because they're you know they're bestsellers but at the same time they're, they're really easy to read and he's put them in such a way where it's just like hey you got 100 pages here you go and it's just great insight so yeah. I like it and also he was at Epic and just a real I mean I Stayed know you've the whole seen thing. him Stayed yeah. the whole four days and I know you've seen him a couple times I've after since, and yeah. he's a buddy of yours yeah. and he's you know he's, I consider him a friend of mine and he's, a, he's just a real great guy and, and great guy to be around so Phil Jones if you get a chance um, listen to all the episodes again but if you get a chance to and you want to talk about knowing what to say and exactly how to sell uh, check out the episode on Phil Jones and then just look up Phil he's, he's really great at what he does yeah um, so many good episodes so many good guests it's the thing I, I think our guests are second to like really I don't want to I don't want to brag but I will brag a little shameless plug to our, our podcast is our, our guests are second to none if you don't like you or me and I know there's lots of people that don't like you um, and that's me. true actually that's true I probably have more people <laughs> and, don't like me than do and me too but like you can't argue with the fact that um, we bring in awesome guests and we'll continue and I think that's our commitment to our listeners and our viewers is that yep. we'll continue to bring in awesome guests going forward we'll have 15 to 20 guests next yeah, season absolutely and uh, maybe some some bring some back yeah why not um, because there's some really good people my, my third and I, as as we're going through it I'm thinking but I really like but I really yeah. like so I, I guess I like all of our I guests there are, like, there's not one that I didn't enjoy or learn from yeah. um, but I'm going to go I'm going to just say it I mean I just think that Ron Tite oh yeah amazing who was who who could school who schooled me in how to do a speech oh yeah at schooled epic. me yeah um at epic yeah. uh is the most genuinely wonderful kind person in general and a, and just an unbelievable brand and marketing expert and i think you just hit it on the head um marketing expert He's got a new book out, so maybe we'll circle back. Hopefully, he'll have a new book out yeah. next year, and hopefully, we'll be able to circle back with them. Um, think, say, do. Or, uh, think, say, do. No. Think, think, do, say. Think, do, say. And yeah. um, Mikey's saying that's it. Think, do, yeah, say. Think, do, say. And uh, and the only reason why we don't know the titles is because it's not exactly launched yet. He was just telling us about it, but yeah. he wrote a, his speech around that. Think, do, say was phenomenal at Epic, and then just have him as a guest. And it's funny we'll never be able to talk about it, but what he was telling us off camera it's just a wealth of knowledge right you know what I mean he's like oh this is between you and I but yeah. this is what I you know yeah. what I mean? and I'm just, yeah. we're just like I remember looking at you being like this guy is like you know he's a next leveler and it's it's amazing to be able to have people like that and, and then for him to come to Epic being so busy and flying in and just basically and even coming in the podcast he was like yeah, yeah. I'm on like, yeah. let's do it let's figure it out like, yeah, he's absolutely. just such a giving giving person he's just blowing like not like pulling the socks off the place everywhere he goes he's an easy guy to talk to and he's, he's the kind of guy you just want him to be your your friend you know because he's just kind of he's such a humble guy you could sit really, and have truly. a beer with him and just talk to him and talk business talk life talk you know comedy fun music whatever yeah, he's right. a wealth of knowledge he's and he's just a genuinely nice yeah. person Canadian, um, good human being what is the one lesson that you learned this year as an entrepreneur, just one lesson that you learned this year as an entrepreneur that you didn't know and or act on previously. So for me, it's actually, like, it's one thing, but it's- Oh my it's, gosh, can I pause? Yeah. You can't see this listeners, but I have to say this. There's a gentleman, one of our staff, Nick, he's oh, over, uh, he's got the pink hat on in the distance there. Yeah. He's teaching the kids how to take a reed of grass and put it between their thumbs and blow on it and make that high pitch noise. <laughs> yeah. And that is a cool thing that yeah. kids don't do anymore. There's probably an app for it. 
but that's the beauty of summer camp. It's happening right in front of me, and I wish you could see it. He just went into this cabin, but he was—he had a piece of grass. He was trying to show these these three boys how to put a piece of grass. And they're all doing it now. And they're all trying to do it right now, trying to find the perfect. <coughs> anyway, I apologize. I love summer camp. Not at all. Keep going. Um, is the one lesson. Sorry. One lesson is if you're if you're going to fail, don't fail all in. And what I mean by that is like, and then and then the second one to that, it's the same thing. So it's the same lesson. Is is learn from your failures and move on. So essentially you're not really failing. Here's what I mean, is that so often people will say, well, like I, I, I gave it my best and I failed and I'm all in. And so I put all my chips in and I'm, I, I'm done. And I, 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 I bet and it lost and, and I, didn't, I didn't do that right and it didn't work. For me, what I've learned this year in, in failing and you know, people say fail fast because you'll, it's a learning experience. But for me, it's just like fail, but don't fail all in. Don't put all your chips in, on one bet, on one in one business. You know, give all yourself to it. But when you fail, make sure that you, if you do, make sure, make sure you have so you have reserves to continue to keep going. Yeah. And you know, we had some things where we we pumped some money out in some different um, different activities, different things that were going on, and and it didn't work out. But because we had provisions and because we were smart with the choices that we made, I was able to learn from that and continue to live to see another day as an entrepreneur so if I'm gonna fail I wanted to fail smart and yeah, fail what smart. It, yeah fail smart but well, don't I'm be afraid to, to take the risk though no not to, not to not to not to a point where like don't be afraid to take the risk that's what you need to do because you're doing it I get that but not to the detriment of your your family I'm not gonna mortgage you're not gonna mortgage this place in order at the detriment to the fact you may lose it tomorrow if it didn't come through today type thing you know yeah. what I mean like just what be careful with what you're leveraging and yeah. for me I, I learned that you know what like don't be afraid to take the risk I take risks all the time as an entrepreneur but don't leverage the, the the entire stake on people's livelihoods on that risk. Yeah, you know that's what I've learned. My my single lesson, in case you're wondering what mine is. I'm going to ask you right now. What's the lesson that you learned as an entrepreneur this year? When you think you got it all figured out, you probably don't. Yeah, that's a good one. Give me <laughs> give me what you mean by that. Like you don't have to get specific or use examples, but what do you what do you mean by that? Um, I mean that. Um, I thought. I had, I thought I, I I had figured out all the potential challenges that I could have as an entrepreneur in terms of where I was. Right. And this year threw a bunch of new curveballs at me, which I wasn't prepared for, and I've learned again. Yeah. And so, um, I think that's truly a that that's what it is. That's really that's it. Yeah. I keep learning. Yeah, and I, you know, and and we're that's where we're in the game of right. I mean, you know, we we made I think we made a joke one time. It wasn't a joke, but it was a part of an episode where it's like people have you know what they have on their tagline for uh, or, or their uh, bio line for Instagram and Facebook and and uh, Twitter and things like that. And just because you have the term entrepreneur or just solopreneur or you know whatever doesn't necessarily make you that right. But here's the thing that if I were to do if I you know I think I have you know my business names and then I have you know dad and entrepreneur maybe I don't even know if I have that but I one of the things that, I, that I'm proud of that I have on there and I think as an entrepreneur we need to um, continue to do is I have a learner and if someone were to ask oh, me like you know what I do for a living like I'm that. a learner man because and, and as are you because I feel like you know life time we're constantly moving it's constantly going and if you're stagnant and you're not learning every day then essentially you're going backwards because life is continuing to move and as an entrepreneur we got to continue to learn so speaking to you know what you said and what I said the fact is at the end of the day you know yeah you call me an entrepreneur solopreneur whatever you want to call the person practitioner whatever the reality of it is is that you can't take this away is that I'm a consistent learner and yeah. I'm going to continue to my hope is that you know I'm not going to have it all figured out I think it was Vince Lombardi that said we're going to pursue perfection and in, and in doing so we're going to master excellence or something like that you probably said a lot more poetically than I did you can't you can't you know you can't 
be perfect, but you can you can master excellence in the sense that you give yourself to a high standard and do things like that. And for me, you know, my hope is when we're sitting on this bench next year, you know, wrapping up season two, I'm a better man, a better entrepreneur, better, you know, better friend, uh, husband, like father than I was today because I'm constantly learning. Yeah. You know? I love that. Yeah. And that's true. Learning is, is the key. If you want to double your income, triple your learning. That's it, right? Yeah, exactly. It's not my saying, but it's a great saying. Yeah, it certainly is. If you is. want to double your income, triple your learning. Yeah. Um, what's the one thing you're looking forward to most in the next next 12 months? Well, for me, you know, it's the it's the growth of, you know, personally my 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 companies, um, you know, with Good Sport and and with uh, and and with uh, WeBeUs. Uh, WeBeUs, we have um, uh, you know, a big campaign coming last year. We had 20K Sock Day. This year, we have a really big campaign. We're going to start to. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it on episodes next year because that's what will be closer to the time. But um, we got a lot of things happening, and, and we just made a couple new hires, which we're really excited about. So I'm I'm excited about the growth and what that brings as far as decisions that I have to make and the new learning that that's going to come. As far as you know, uh, my my looking forward to for the authentic entrepreneurs is I'm looking forward to you know just being around my buddy more but also like learning from our guests and and just seeing where we can continue to take this because at the end of the day I feel you know really really good about the product that we're putting forth and I'm excited about that and my hope is that you know we'll continue to interview great people and I know we will and provide a service and, and I think. provide a service and value for yeah, young value. entrepreneurs old entrepreneurs and people like if you and I are learning from these wonderful people we're not sitting here and I think that's one of the things that I really like and I'm going on here but is that it's not just you and I talking all the no. time like we know all the answers we and don't. we don't and we never pretend we do you just said that you don't and neither do I but we bring on good people and I, I'm, I'm excited about that man I'm just excited for the future it's good to be alive how about yourself brother what are you hashtag, looking forward for next year hashtag good to be alive good to be alive <laughs> hashtag um, I think I'm excited most for September um, I think that we as an organization YLCC uh, I'm going to be reorganizing restructuring thinning down slash um streamlining what we do, refocusing what we do, and just been moving towards that slowly, but I think it's it's something that has to happen in order for us to um, successfully um, move forward. Yeah, 21st I mean, century business. To move this little ship, we, we're, not, we're, not a, we're not a tanker, uh, we're not a paddleboard, we're somewhere yeah. in the middle between yeah. a paddleboard and a tank. We've got to move the ship. We gotta, yeah we got to um, shift it. Continue to turn the flywheel. You're a big conglomerate, though, man. I mean, Well, I think that's part of the on. problem is that we, we do too much, and I think that over the next 12 months next year is that when we sit here and do our wrap-up next year, um, if it's here or wherever it is, hopefully it's still at camp, but um, it, it'll be a, it'll be a better better year. Um, not a, We haven't had a great year, but just yeah. even a better year. Yeah, exactly. Build on what already was a good year. But that's the point, right? As entrepreneurs, we want to continue to build. I don't want to have the same year as I did last year or as I do this year. So yep. a better year is a, is a, is a very uh, very valid point to make so i think that's uh that's a lot of stuff man we give you some some come we here. did and um so one thing i want to ask you our friend scott stratton and allison stratton the unmarketing duo unmarketing the unpodcast uh we talk with them often they were scott was at on at epic mm-hmm. uh he posted something today and i want to ask you this question sure he has a brand they have a brand new book coming out called the jackass whisperer and the jackass whisperer is not about being mean to people it's what things that people do that you just kind of shake your head and go why yeah. Why are you doing that? Yeah. People who take off their shoes and socks on barefoot planes? on a plane. Oh, my gosh. We flew enough. Your, you and I f- yeah. flew enough. You and I fly enough to realize, oh, that's my biggest pet peeve. Like, like I'm like, why? Why? Like, like yeah. you're, why? And then they put their feet up maybe up on the chair beside or yeah. on the thing, and people can actually see their toes yeah. or, like, their feet, yeah. their naked feet on a plane. Yeah. It's not your bedroom. No, exactly. It's not your living room. Don't do that. So that's kind of a jackass yeah. type thing he's talking about. Not about being mean, just things that are whatever. Okay. So... If you don't follow on marketing on Facebook, follow on Facebook. It's great. 
So here's the question I'm going to ask you. Which is the bigger jackass move? Are you ready? Yep. You can vote in this. People that announce they're leaving Facebook every few months. <laughs> or people that announce they're cleaning up their friend list and hold a quote audition in their comments. Right, yes. <clears throat> you know, like Yeah. So let me know. If you if you if if you and I are friends, then comment on, you know, remind yeah, me why remind, we know why, each other. Well, how do we know it? Three words and what you think of me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if 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 you don't answer this, I know you're not following me. I'll delete you. Yeah. So I, my answer to that. So is, which one is which one is worse? Do you think is the one that always announces like every month? Oh, I'm leaving Facebook, and then yeah. they suddenly are doing it again. I, I the the uh, for me it's the it's the second one. It's the one that are holding auditions to to make it so that we're worthy to be friends on Facebook. I, I understand that if you need to um, clean out your Facebook and what have you, but you don't need to announce it. You don't need to make people f- grovel for your attention. Yeah, I think it's like, horrible. For the most part, we're, I mean, like, you know, I know all, all my followers on Facebook and friends, people on friends, we're all adults. Like, if I don't talk to you and I haven't talked to you in seven years and I've had Facebook for eight years, then chances are you're not going to care or know that I deleted it, but I don't need to make it a big production and have it like, you know, so that people are commenting on it and be like, oh, I hope that we're still friends. I hope that we're, you know, for, so for me, you know, I think it's the second one. And, you know, for speaking it's of the a- first one, for like, you know, people go off Facebook for various reasons and they announce it. And maybe it's because they posted something and then they had a bunch of people that just commented negatively and they're upset about it and they're frustrated. So they're just posting it and making it so that, like, I'm going to delete Facebook. And then, but then they realize, you know what, it's hard for me to connect with people in Vancouver yeah. or whatever. So they go back on it. So I'm a little bit more willing to give them a pass than I am about the people that are like, I'm going to delete you if you don't comment on my then good you know what do a cleanse that's fine yeah but the fact that i like your posts and the fact that you know we communicate every once in a while so often should be enough for you yeah because it's enough for me yeah and you don't need to have people groveling towards like Stu, please keep me on like if you're gonna delete delete it like yeah. it's not the end of the world and i think that so most people are like we're, we, our self-worth is predicated so much on how many likes and how many people are i've read a quote the other day it was like so, no matter how nice your quotes are sometimes people just won't like it because it's you and the first thing that came to my head was like, okay, fair enough, but why do you care? Yeah. You know, like that should be the... That's what, and that's know? what Gary B always says, like yeah, nobody else's opinion of you should matter. Exactly. Just put it out there. And, you know, and it's, and if you're not, if you're not doing anything genuinely mean, yeah. if, it, if they don't agree with you, who cares? Who cares? So what are your thoughts? Like, what are your... Well, I, I 100% think it's the audition one. Yeah. And I hate the one that's like, I have, my uncle has uh, MS. Yeah. And if you, uh, MS, if you post this thing about MS in your bio... Um, you'll really, I'll know you're my friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and they have like a predetermined like big yeah. post you're supposed to put out, right? And yeah. and I always reply to those, I, especially if I know them fairly well. I'm like, I understand who you are, but I refuse to be forced to put this in my bio yeah, to prove exactly. to you anything. <laughs> exactly. So I don't like that you at all. You shouldn't have to, yeah. No, that's I, good. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. And I think like, if you, and that's just, and I think I was, I was talking with a friend this morning, one of our staff, and I asked the same question. He goes, you just want attention. Yeah, for sure. No question. I, it's like you post in your post in your Facebook, feeling sad. Yeah, I've yeah. done it. Yeah, and my buddy Matt says, "Take it off. Yeah. You're an idiot." I was like, "Yeah, you're right. I am." Yeah, just if you're feeling sad, call me. Yeah, exactly. Or text a buddy, and be like, "I'm feeling sad." Yeah, you know what I mean. He goes, like if you're feeling sad, give me pick up the phone, call me. We'll chat. We'll have you're a beer. Sure. We'll talk about yeah. it. Whatever. So like, yeah. that that's that's the difference. So um, Nick, you know, it's been a great season, buddy. It has been. Um, I don't know what we're doing there. This is what we're doing. That. That's all right. how awkward we, we are. Gotta, we obviously have to thank Portia. Yes, we got to thank Portia. Portia got all of our little promos and did all of our show notes. And and, uh, uh, she's the amazing young girl who was a co-op student with us. And we hired her on afterwards to become part of the uh, podcasting team at YLCC Media. Um, We obviously have to thank Mikey McMurrin. 
Mikey McMurrin. What's one thing you like about Mikey? Let's put him on the spot here. Uh, well, Mikey, Mikey's dedication to uh, just getting it done. Yes. He says, yes, I'll do it. Yes, I got it. But he says, yes, some weird, yeah. weird way. I don't know how he does it, but yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah. that. Um, and uh, right, I think, it was weird. I think um, Mikey's, uh, I mean, he's learned along the way with us too about the podcasting industry. And he's getting better at it. And we talked about even stepping it up for next season. So Mikey's excited. He says, like, yeah, let's do it. And yeah. He's just, let's step it up. Let's figure out ways to make it better. So we will. So Mikey and Portia. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your efforts. Thank man. you. For thank you, Mikey. Them. You've been fantastic, brother. And, and I know it's, uh, yeah. I know we're not easy to work with sometimes with our schedules and stuff. So just a yeah. shout out to you. So if you ever have, if you have Mikey McMurrin on your Facebook or if you see him and you know what he looks like, uh, punch him in the shoulder and say, good job. Yeah. And to all of our guests who came on the show, thank yeah, you th- 10 times love you, over. And thank you. And to all our listeners, like every, you know, 10,000 downloads, you know, it's funny. It was put things in perspective, folks. We're not groveling. We're, we're, we're grateful. You know, um, I was listening to Tim Ferriss the other day. I was reading his, his, uh, his newsletter. And he, he has said, 250 million downloads. Uh, close to a billion. Oh, is it now? Yeah, it's oh close to a billion downloads. And so that puts things in perspective, though, about the process, right? And, you know, I'm, 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 ex- I'm happy with our 10,000 because I think it's a legitimate number and I'm great we're grateful we're yeah. both grateful and Super you know grateful. we're going to be here for you next year and if you love us then continue to like and, and rate and and, and please find do. us if you had the season if you enjoyed the season <clears throat> absolutely let us know what your your thoughts are we want to hear from you and if you don't then scroll cool. on we're not for everybody scroll on. we know that that's my new word scroll, yeah, hashtag, hashtag scroll on scroll on then we're okay with that All right, too so from up you. here at beautiful YLCC up at the camp it's, you're not really getting a full view of it but it's it's a beautiful place and, and there's about 250 kids here this week and they're enjoying camp learning about uh, leadership and learning about life and being independent and just what it is to be a kid a good spot here man yeah and uh, Nick good luck this summer uh, enjoy your summer and we will be back probably the first week of September yeah yeah uh, Labor Day. First or second week of September, we'll be back. Yeah, probably the first, second week. Yeah, for sure. But we'll be back and we'll do another uh, 40 some odd episodes for season Our two. Our goal is to do 44 episodes in season two. Yep, looking forward to it. We're um, here. What's your one big goal? So if I call you out next year, what's your one big goal? Why one gig goal? One gig goal? One no, gig one goal. Big goal. Jeez, one big goal? Go ahead, one big goal off the top. What's what's one thing? What one you can say if that's your WBS thing? What is it? Uh, for us is to meet our WBS goals and our projections. So without, say it right now. Yeah, well, can we you want say it, are you to. Okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay with it. Uh, we want to raise uh, fifty thousand pairs for WBS twenty uh, k sock day next year, and so my one big goal is to hit that. How many is it? Say it again. Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Pairs That's of socks don't amazing, mean. buddy. Yeah. Well, it's good. It's a big goal. We got a lot of people helping, so we're hoping it's going to be it's doubling what you did this year. Yeah, doubling much. a bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, for you, big goal. So mine is. I'm excited to say that I've. Uh, I'm working with uh, Page Two. Oh, good. Um, who was our sponsor at? Uh, yeah. At. at um, Epic. And they're like they just published uh, the Jackass Whisperer. With, they're, they're doing that. They're yeah, publishing it. Absolutely. They're publishing Ron Tite's new book. Yeah. They're publishing a bunch of other great books. Good for they, you, did, man. they did Phil Jones's books. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm doing people. a book with them. Good for you. Congratulations. So my goal is to have that book out, done, and published and in the stores all by Epic 2020. So May of next year. Yeah. I can't done. wait to call you on that. That's good. We'll be right in the middle of our yeah, season. Yeah, I'm, I'm making a quantitative number to, to do that. And, and by the way, last thing I'll say is if you want to change your life if you want to build your business you want to be part of a great community um, we have about less than 30 spots available for epic 2020 um, every single person who came this year re-signed up so go to epicumi.com and um, yeah change your life would be great thank you listeners thank you folks yeah from the bottom of my hearts thanks thanks been a great year and this song is called gong 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 because oh. we're going to be gong 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 thanks Mikey thanks, thanks Mikey. Porsche thanks all listeners peace out 
Till next time, keep being authentic. Authentic.